Are we recording? We can for showers. Spitting on the ones and twos. Wait, are we gonna get copyright infringement for that? Welcome to Hey Sister, Run Sister. We're really, we're really relying on our editors to do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hey Sister Soul Sister. I'm Erica. And I'm Leia. Hello. And we, hello. yeah, hello. And we have some, <laughs> I think this is going to be a long episode, but maybe a short one. We'll see. Um, I think it's going to be more on the long side because I did write a lot I think of stuff. Yeah, both Eric and I have been doing some like deep work. So I'm gonna share it all. <laughs> More healing because you know Mercury's in microwave and um, six uh, like it's total of six planets are in in microwave or in you know whatever it's called. <laughs> feeling feeling, feeling the things, feeling the things. But I want to start off with just like an update of my healing journey. Yeah, um, let's do it. But before that, I, I guess I'll give you guys the roster of what we're talking about today because we actually came slightly organized, slightly. <laughs> um, don't worry, it's still going to be, you know, crazy and, and unorganized a little bit. So we're going to talk a little bit more about my healing journey uh, struggles and high vibes, and then we have a cheesemit corner, which is more Emmy focused because you know how I love my television. Um, <laughs> all right, so healing journey. Woo! <laughs> it's been an interesting week with that. Leah knows everything. Word. Leah knows all the details. She's all the things. Uh, I'm. She's been in there. the loop, she's guys. Been there. I'm in the loop. She's been there. I'm gonna dedicate that song to you, that Lizzo, like I love you, bitch. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bitch. But the 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 melody isn't coming to my head because I have. Her other song stuck in my head, like "Am I Ready to Be Loved?" So oh, um, I'll listen to that later and sing it to you later. But yes. um, so, guys, this week the veil has been lifted. Woo-hoo. The love goggles have disappeared. Pew, 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 pew. And I have finally seen my ex for who he really is, not the idea of who mm. I thought he was or who I perceived him to be, and it's very liberating it's like so liberating like seeing like going back in my head and like seeing all the things that I ignored and everything I was like oh it was, he was showing me all along I just had this like vision of him and who he was in my head and who he could be you know the potential and all that and I think women do this all the time but when the veil was unlifted came the fucking like negative self-talk and the pity party and I, I, for, I mean, only a few hours, I think less than 24 hours, I was in this like negative space. I was just kind of like, how can I be so stupid? Why didn't I see this? Oh my God, I can't trust my intuition anymore. Like I was completely wrong and off about this person. I've wasted 15 years of my life. I've, you know, like I've never been in a real relationship and just like beating myself up over it and one of the things is like I really believed in our love story like I really believed that like because I never had a relationship before that I just had a bunch of situationships or like random like make out sessions with guys um drunk drunk random sessions with guys (laughs) make out (laughs) sessions with guys let me reiterate um you know, like, I thought, like, because I had this, like, intense feelings for him, it was meant to be, and, like, I just 
you know, I just played into this love story that we had that he was like the only man that could hold me down, you know, type of thing because I was like an independent female and I was like so focused on my career. And then I also had other thoughts in my head of like, I always prided, pride myself, prided, pride myself. Right. <laughs> I always pride myself of having like a strong intuition um, and like when I meet people, I, um, what's the word I was using or there's a phrase, like I had a good judgment of character, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like I could sense people's energy and I understood if they were like kind of creepy or like they were good people to have in, in my life. And I just like everything that like I was proud of in my identity that I loved about my identity was put into question. And I was like, who the fuck am I? I don't know who I am. I don't know how to trust people. Will I be able to be in a relationship again? Because I was with the shitty person for like, um, 15 years and, and like all these things, right? All these things. And I had to like first sit back and be like, okay, it happened. Like you just didn't see it. Like it, you were so blinded by love that, you ignored all the red flags. Like I had to talk to myself. I was just like, Erica, you did have a strong intuition. Your intuition was telling you all along. And in my head, I just went over all the times where my intuition was like, "Mm, Erica, think about that. Think about that. And then I went, no, it's fine. It's fine. Like I kept forgiving the things he was doing because of my love goggles. You know, it's like, this is love. It's one true love. He's my first boyfriend so that means he's the only one you know like I just the the Disney story the Hollywood love story just kept kind of just over um powering my actual decision like not decisions but overpowering my intuition which was screaming at me and it was like bitch bitch listen bitch listen bitch listen and So, like, I had to, like, sit there and, like, forgive myself for that. Like, really sit there. And I was like, I know I need to forgive myself for this. Like, she didn't know what she didn't know. And she wanted love so bad. She wanted to be in a relationship so bad that I I ignored the red flags. And and I saw what I wanted to see. I saw the only good parts of him. And I saw also, like, the potential that I think he he could have. And then the next morning, so this happened, like, Monday night. And then the next morning, I sent a message over to Marley, our our coach, <laughs> our mentor and everything. And she, um, like, I kind of talked to her about still, not about still, I talked to her about me being scared and not trusting my intuition. Like, I was like, I don't know how to trust my intuition. And I, you know, talked about, like, that part and me having that prideful side of me that, um thought I had a really strong intuition with friends and family and partners. And she really put things into perspective for me. Thank God. I love her so much. I love her so much. Cause I messaged my breakup recovery coach with the same thing. And she just came back and said, well, thank God you're in a different situation now. You're like on your healing. Um, and yeah, the things that, that you've discovered and seeing once the veil was lifted, you actually saw it is hurtful. And that's all she said to me. But I was like, there's something deeper here. There's mass, you know, like I was like, "Mm." so I went to Marley who isn't a breakup recovery coach. And that's why I didn't work with her through this because she doesn't focus on that stuff. And, um, cause she, I went to her because she is doing some courses on relationship. So, you know, I'll probably ask her for the link and put it in there, but she's doing two courses on relationship, but mainly to heal yourself to be prepared for a relationship and among other things. So I messaged her asking her if this was part of the course and I gave her the background story and she was just like, 
Erica, let's put it this way. She's like, this does not mean that you don't have a strong intuition. This not this does not mean that you could tr- you cannot trust yourself. Things show up differently when it comes to romantic um, relationships versus relationships with friends, relationships with coworkers, relationships with with family. It, things show up different because of different situation. And she 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 just said you had a wound. You had a wound that you were blinded to. And because you had this wound that you were blinded to, you were an energetic match to your ex. And as you started healing and working on it, you started, you know, pulling back the layers and the wound was coming up. And that's how this is why I was able to see things and then really, really listen to my intuition and like move forward with what I did, you know. And I thought that was really, really interesting because... I don't know what exactly the wound was, but I think I was already already on the path to healing myself and uncovering that wound. So I think the wound was mainly like I don't deserve um I don't deserve to be ultimately happy. I don't deserve to have this beautiful loving relationship plus this beautiful career. Like I can't have both. I have to have one or the other. Um and so it what she had said was, you know, you heal the, you find the wound, you heal the wound, and then you become an, an energetic match to the right person. And the other thing I had to forgive myself is I kept telling myself like I wasted 15 years. And what when I spoke to <clears throat> when I spoke to Marley, what one of the things she had mentioned was that she spent 10 years in tumultuous, tumultuous, tumultuous. How do you say that word? Tumultuous tumultuous I can't say it right now you know that word that word (laughs) relationships I was saying it earlier earlier but she spent 10 years in like really really bad relationships with men that were drug addicts and that would lie to her and like treat her like shit and were you know some were emotionally abusive to her she spent 10 years with different men there were I don't know how many maybe it was one or two you know I don't know how many men but she had multiple partners that were basically the exact same person in a different body you know very similar men and it wasn't until she did the journey she she it wasn't until she went on her healing journey to heal whatever wound that was that was attracting these men did she find her now husband who's a fucking amazing we've met him love him i call him a brother <laughs> <laughs> and i when she said that i kind of t- t- um i had a talk t- i can't sp- speak when she had mentioned that that she was in 10 years in these these relationships these really bad relationships um when she mentioned that it had me thinking like okay maybe i did pay attention to my red flags right and broken up with my ex like two to three years into it but that doesn't mean that i would have gone on my healing journey then that Mm. just means i would probably have attracted the same person the same type of person in a different body for another 15 years i would have been in this off and on same relationship, different person for 10 years, I would keep attracting that because I wasn't ready to heal that wound. So mm-hmm. I had to like, you know, I had to be nice to myself. It's like, it's okay, Erica. Like you just didn't know what you didn't know. You know, like now you just have to move on. Like, even though maybe like it was just one partner, but some people have different partners and they're in the same situation as you are you know, 10, 15 years later. And it's not until they heal the wound that they could find somebody and be ultimately happy with them, you know? And so 
that's kind of how I went about that situation. Like the things I found out Monday to like, be like, okay, I'm okay. Like I'm in a great situation. And then actually like within 24 hours be like, I actually have a great life. Like I actually love my life. I'm so excited for the next phase of my life. And I had to forgive myself past me for doing all the things that she did. Cause she didn't know. But what I also noticed was like my, like my villain era, I'm going to call it my villain era <laughs> came up, you know, like the dark side of me that I always kind of suppressed because I was like, she's nasty. She's nasty. She's vengeful. She's nasty. She's, she's all the things, but I learned to love her too, because that villain in me, this dark side of me, it's just me setting my boundaries, me being, being like, hey, you can't fuck with me, you know? Like, I'm not this, like, little pushover person. Like, I actually, like, if you fuck with me, I'll fuck, fuck with you back, you know? <laughs> like, that's that but thing. And it just reminds me of when I was, like, younger, and I might have mentioned the story, like, a long time ago, but one day I was at my mom's brother's house, my uncle... And um, my mom's cousin was there and he was making a comment towards my sister because my sister has resting bitch face. So I don't know what he said, like that she 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 looked really mean or something like that. Um, and my uncle, my mom's brother, came in and like was defending my sister. He's like, yeah, she looks like she's mean, but she's not. He, and he pointed at me. He's like this one. She looks really nice. And he said nice in English because he was talking in Spanish. He's like, this one looks really nice. But if you mess with her, forget it. The evil comes out. And, <laughs> and I don't show that side of me because it takes a lot to get me mad and upset. But when she comes out, she comes out. And I used to like hate her. But now I'm just like, you know what? It's just me setting my boundaries and I'm not actually really, really hurting people. I'm just, you know, I'm just being me, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, and showing the people that cross my boundaries to not fuck with me. That's really what mm. it is, you know? It's like showing people, like, you cross my boundaries. Okay, well, this is what happens. These are, these are consequences of your actions. I'm not doing anything bad. I'm just giving you my true colors because you mess with me. Like, I was nice and nice and nice. It's just like a TikTok sound. Like, I was good to you here. I was good to you here. But all you remember me is being a bitch, but you don't remember the nice part. And I'll have to find it and play it insert it here but um <laughs> like just really just owning myself in all the ways the good bad and the ugly and actually mm. like super loving myself and like I'll you know I'll wake up and I ha I'll wake up and be like I love myself and I'll have moments when I'm sitting there and I feel like this energy in my heart and I just say like I love you and I was like who am I loving I don't know who I'm loving and I just say, like, my soulmate and myself is what mm -hmm. I say, you know. So those are, like, some of the things. And lastly, I just want to, like, put this in here because I think it's very, very funny and very odd. Is when I used to go to the grocery store with Chewy or used to run errands with my ex. Um, he would, like, sometimes just, like, we'd be walking and he would just, like, disappear on me. Like, he would go to another aisle and, like, wouldn't tell me anything. And sometimes I would, like... Like when he would leave and I would turn around and he was gone, I would be like, did I make him up? Is he actually real? Am I living like in a fantasy world? And I think I've talked about this in like one of our lives when we used to do Patreon and like ask people like, am I the only one that goes through this? But I used to be like, did I make him up? Is he actually real? Like, is this like I would have like these um what is it called? Those extant something moments, existential. Existential? 
Yeah, like I would have those moments using big words that I don't know how to use. I would have those moments where like, is this real life? Like, did I make him up? Like, am I just been single this whole time? And mm. he's just a figment of my imagination. Turns out physically he was there. Who he was, his personality and all that was a figment of my f- fucking imagination. So I just want to end that there. Um, I'll let you guys know what courses Marley's having because she's having these courses where you heal the masculine and feminine wounds that are more toward... Let me rephrase that. So I also want to let you guys know um, what Marley, our coach, has in store for the next few months because she has like two courses that are around relationships and I'll link that in the bio. Um, There's two of them, but even if you're single... They're perfect. And she is like one of the only people that when I talk to her, she just gets it. She understands. And she's able to get me out of like my loca stage, like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? And like bring me back down to earth and like see things differently and just like help me like move forward in my healing process. So um, I'll put that in the the link in the bio. But yeah, your, your bitch had uh, your girl. Your girl calling myself a bitch with the power. Uh, your bitch had like an amazing revelation. And I'm so happy that I didn't dwell on it for too long. I think there was a few hours where I was like, I feel like shit. But right away, I'm like, it's part of the healing. And like, I just picked myself back up and like healed myself like quick. Like quick. Because I was like, I'm not going to stay in this. I'm not going to stay in this fucking shitty, shitty like mindset, shitty feelings. Mm-hmm. And I know that not every person's like my ex and that I can attract way fucking better people in my fucking life, you know? Hell and yes. I have. I have with my friends now mm-hmm. just, you know, with a partner. So That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty amazing. And I, Marley, Marley always likes to nail it on the head that woman she's so gifted um but she's right I mean as you were talking all I was thinking Mm -hmm. was like yeah you spent 15 years with this one dude that that was the match for your energetic space (laughs) for your energetic space (laughs) Erica almost like drowned herself drinking water right now all over her shirt right now. Pause. We're gonna pause right here. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was hilarious. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I know. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> I know it's I have this like big old cup and it has like a little opening mm-hmm. um you have I think you have something similar I so have I'm something t- similar yeah yeah I'm gonna take the top off and just drink it like a normal there you go like a normal fucking cup a normal cup and it doesn't <laughs> fill as much fuck I was like I just want water I'm thirsty let Leia Holy talk yeah. <laughs> anyways okay wait, yeah. where was I hold on let me give me a sec oh yeah so while you were talking, um, like Marley just like hits it right on the, yeah. the head. That woman is just so gifted. Mm-hmm. But you spent 15 years with your energetic match, right? Because you mm-hmm. had this wound that wasn't quite ready to be healed. You weren't ready to see it. And then as you were, you were working on it and healing it along the way. And then you, things just kind of started to get revealed i mean similarly Mm -hmm. so i mean it wasn't a waste of time because like if you think about it running parallel to you and your life and what you were 
going through or like discovering with Chewy, do you, I need to go the back X. and say X? Yeah, just, just say the okay. X. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not going to say his name <laughs> anymore. I was going to say, like, I'm... No, we're I not saying not, his name. I have not said his name this whole time. I'm pretty sure since it started because I refuse. So that's really interesting that it came out mm-hmm. then. But anyways, mm-hmm. with your ex, um, that I was going through something similar. I mean, I dated literally the same the same guy in different bodies for, like... A decade, like literally <laughs> yeah, a yeah. decade and a half, 15 years yeah. myself. So yeah. <laughs> like, just, but the, the you, one, know, man. <laughs> you know, just the same dude, just like non-committal, non-attached, mm-hmm. emotionally, like, like immature, just, mm-hmm. but that was my energetic match because mm-hmm. I was non-committal. I was mm-hmm. angry. I was closed mm-hmm. off. I left people like at a distance. I was also emotionally suppressed. And mm-hmm. that was my, those were my energetic matches mm-hmm. until I did my work on myself and intentionally looked for different things. I didn't know mm-hmm. at the time that I wanted, you know, like a real partnership, a real connection, a real mm-hmm. relationship. I didn't know that yeah. until I started working on myself. I'm like, you know what? That would be really nice. And I'm not mm-hmm. I'm done. I literally was like, I am done. Yeah. I'm done yeah. with the, with me. Well, one, I'm done mm-hmm. being this way. You know, mm-hmm. I'm choosing something else and I'm choosing yeah. something else for my partner too. Yeah. And then I met, met, well, I didn't meet Alex right away, but I got closer. Like the yeah. men I started yeah. dating and started going on dates with yeah. were closer to what yeah. I was looking for. They weren't quite it, you know, like along the way, um, but they were closer. And it was yeah. like, and then, you know, I found Alex was like the nicest guy in the entire world and yeah. manages to hold, I will get into that, but like yeah. hold space for me in a way that I've never experienced before. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I would have been able to see it that way 10 years ago. So exactly. It's, it's the work and we lead the way. I think I'm truly can like, I truly believe that we do. We lead the way in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And I I know, um, you, you said something that you were, um, like once you healed it, right. Once you Mm -hmm. saw, you saw what you needed to be healed mm-hmm. and um I, don't, I forgot how you said it but that was happening to me but I was in a relationship while yes. it was happening so yes. like I saw what needed to be healed I saw what I wanted yes. from my relationship and mm-hmm. my partner and I just started doing the work on me and mm-hmm. he was getting triggered AF and I yeah. understand why now it didn't make sense to me before it was like before yeah. I was like why is why is he so triggered by this why is he so triggered about for like for me wanting to do my dreams and wanting mm-hmm. to be a personality whether it's online or film and television like what mm-hmm. is so wrong with that and like the excuses he was giving me just didn't make sense and I didn't mm-hmm. under I couldn't understand it until I found out certain certain things reasons recent recently I was like oh that's why <laughs> oh yeah. okay but also um aside from that is I started knowing that I needed something better it was you know like like I was up leveling and um that what I wanted was you know this unconditional love unconditional support for my partner with the things I did 
um, instead of just me being the one that was like giving and giving and giving, mm-hmm. I needed a partner to give back equally, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't, the, he wasn't it. So mm-hmm. that's why it, it happened the way it happened. Um, yeah. I think <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like thinking right now, like even though like I went through a lot and there was a lot of pain, there was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of like blind spots where I went back and I was like, I want you back. And I did a lot of crazy things too, which I'm, I'm still proud of all the things I did anyway. <laughs> <laughs> My villain era. Um, I wouldn't trade it. I think it's so funny. I wouldn't trade it in the world just because I, it, I keep making fun of it and saying my life is a soap opera, but it's kind of funny. It's like at the end of the day, it's kind of like, yeah, it was really dramatic and I went through a lot of pain. Like, oh my God, guys, I just went through it. But at the same time, it's fucking hilarious. And, you know, it's just, it's just more stories to put in my brain to create something else, you know, use those stories to create what I want to create. Um, whether they're, you know, they're just triggers for fictional stories. It's not yeah. like, you know, I'm not going to do an Erica Lifetime story, but it's just <laughs> like I have these things now that I can make stories yeah. off of it, off of it, make people laugh or make people angry, cry, make people feel things. <laughs> but um, yeah, all right, that's that's enough with my Hello. healing journey <laughs> for now. To be continued. For now. To be continued. To be continued. You know, like as I. You know, like, I think I'm ready today, but I don't know. Like, I deleted the apps, and I was just like, I just have to meet someone in real life. Like, I'm not even going to, like, try. Like, I just I just hate the apps. I did re-download Tinder last night because I wanted to see what's up with something, but I haven't, like, actually acted on it. Though, I acted, like, I was just going through the pictures, and I accidentally, like, swiped right on somebody, and I can't, like, undo the match. And I was like, please, don't message me. I don't, I'm, I don't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like you. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Like, maybe I should take screenshots, though, because this guy just, like, no face, it's just all body, and then him in <gasps> underwear. And, because he accidentally swiped right before he was looking at the pictures, and I was like, oh, here I go again, funny content, funny content. But, um, let's move on. Of single life, the accidental <laughs> the swipe, the accidental, or like the worst. Is all, like you, we have all been through yeah, that. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the worst is too where you actually want to like them, and you just want to click on their pictures, and you accidentally swipe left, and you're like, oh. "No, you were actually really cute. Come back to me." Swipe responsibly, people. Swipe yeah. responsibly. Swipe responsibly. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Oh my goodness. Um, struggles and have I? Uh, I got, I got, I got a, some deep ones. I don't Ooh. know. I don't know if I, you want me to go second or you want me to go first. What you got going on? Well, I, I think I'm just all high vibey right now. Like I don't, I don't know what my struggle is. Okay, you go first. You go first. It's all good to but, not have a struggle. Yeah, but we shouldn't we end it on the high vibe? Okay, yeah, I'm good with it. What what is yeah, going yeah. on? What else is happening? <laughs> so we we it can, we make the rules. It doesn't matter. What we happens. make it up. It's all made. It's all make believe. So, I am. In oh, this, I do. I do oh, have yeah. a struggle. I do you have, have a struggle. struggle oh, okay, but it's good, really good. light. It's really light. Okay. And funny. <laughs> I got. Okay, so I'll go first. I'll go first. So I got two <laughs> struggles. I got some beef with Ulta. Okay, so one, I know, Alta, you never let me down, but you're letting me down. Oh, no. So I have, I have my favorite lipstick, 
Okay, mm-hmm. so it's the NYX Lingerie Double XL. This thing does not budge. It's like nine bucks. Mm-hmm. You can wear a mask with it. Like this thing, it lasts all day. You can eat, you can yeah. drink. It's the best. All the things, yeah. All the things. Because you could buy the same thing for like 40 bucks. Like, I don't know, with yeah. like some high-end brand. But this thing's uh-huh. freaking amazing. And it's a vegan. So I like it. I it like is? It NYX is vegan? Uh-huh. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Because I thought sure. they were just like a run-of-the-mill No, I'm product. pretty sure. Mo- there is it are. N- and isn't NYX or NYX, whatever it's called, Mac? Uh-huh. Like the cheaper version of Mac, isn't it the same? Style? I don't know. I thought that was, I don't know if that's actually true. I haven't really oh, okay. looked into it. It was just rumors. It. Makeup yeah. rumors. <laughs> Make <up> rumors. <laughs> but I love this thing. And I yeah, ordered, yeah. and they came out with a new line which i so i wanted to try it out and i'm out i never finish a whole tube mm-hmm. this is my second one and i finished this one too so i bought this one and i bought a few other things like mm-hmm. freaking weeks and weeks ago and this thi- like it's supposed to be it was supposed to be here last th- on the 8th september 8th it's now like the 18th and it ha- still hasn't delivered from ups like, it's still hmm. with UPS somewhere. Did you call Or them? UPS, USPS. It's from the freaking postal service. Did you it's call It's just them? like, no, I just realized last night. So I'm just pissed. Yeah, call them because sometimes, like, that happened to me with Fabletics. Mm-hmm. And it just well, got remember. lost. And they had, they had to re- re-mail it. Okay, well, I'm they're going to get a call from me tomorrow. Because yeah. I am just waiting. I would call, yeah. And waiting. So, mm-hmm. anyway, so that's one struggle. Yeah. My big struggle... <laughs> and I mean, God, guys, it, I am, I am finally surrendering that I am in a season of life, call it a midlife crisis or don't call it a midlife crisis. I don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't give a I've been in a midlife crisis forever. <laughs> so I started at 20. It's all good. <laughs> I've just, I've just, I've just had a crisis. Uh, <laughs> just had life crisis. I think. Okay? Yeah. It's, I just think it's coincidental that it's, yeah. I'm like in my 40s or like yeah. in my, yeah, in my 40s and feeling all kinds of things. Yeah. But I, so I don't know. I was calling it a midlife crisis, but I actually think it's like much bigger, much deeper. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, been yeah. on, I think it's definitely a season of winter for me. Mm-hmm. And we've talked talked about like seasons of your life. And this is kind of like a season where I am like shedding, letting go and... Gosh, feeling all the things. So I have, I think me for a while now, but I think this is kind of like at the pinnacle. I have been feeling like there is like something more, like I mm-hmm. want to make a greater impact on the world. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't know what to do with that <laughs> information mm-hmm. or that calling. And I yeah. think for a while I've been making myself wrong about it. Yeah. Like I should know quote unquote should, right? Like I should know, Mm -hmm. I should follow my intuition, but it just doesn't like, hasn't felt like the things that I've been playing around in my head hasn't really felt right. And I haven't, Mm -hmm. I've also been making myself wrong for like just staying where I am, you know, like kind of creating, like feeling Mm -hmm. stuck. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, this week, I truly believe that, Mm -hmm. 
with, like for us women, we go through our cycles, right? Yeah, yeah. We are not the same person every day of the week no. uh, throughout the month. Like our cycles really transform and change us and we need different yeah, yeah. things. So I was on my period this week and the, this was a deep one, you know, because I have, I think, uh, more strongly this year out of every, any other year. When I'm on my period, I have been feeling just like really deep, deep emotions. Mm -hmm. Like all I can do is cry. And there's even like a day out of the of the week or even like a couple, all I can do is just lay there and cry. And there's like, quote unquote, nothing wrong. I'm very grateful for the life that mm -hmm. I, I live, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it, so whenever I feel like before I, I used to just wonder like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? What's wrong mm -hmm. with me that yeah. I'm feeling so, so deeply sad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm, as this happens every month, I'm starting to realize <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is with intention and with purpose and I can harness mm -hmm. this power, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think this was the mm -hmm. first month that I've really like harnessed it. Like I was like, okay, one fully surrender, do what mm -hmm. you need to do. Like I took the mm -hmm. afternoon off one, one day this week and literally cried mm -hmm. in bed for hours oh, and just gosh. let the emotions come up because then mm. of course my brain wants to go like we gotta fix this yeah, yeah <laughs> you exactly, don't like right? this yeah you don't you like gotta this. fix it you fix gotta it fix now. it right now yeah. like yeah. push through like I know now that I can't push through these emotions I know yeah. like all I can do is feel and surrender because it's temporary I know yeah, like yeah, I yeah. just write it out and feel the things but I, in that process I think the extra layer that I added on this time was like allowing the feelings and surrendering and letting letting what wound is being shown right now to reveal itself and boy did it do that <laughs> like mm -hmm. I really have identified like wounds that I one I didn't know I had and two yeah. wounds that I knew I had but oh my gosh revealed themselves at a whole deeper deeper level mm -hmm. and it was it was so painful. Like, <laughs> aren't they always? Aren't they always? I know. Yeah. I just want to ask Marley, like, is it ever just not? <laughs> like, but it was no. so painful. This week has been, oh, just like a deep, like, uprooting from, like, mm -hmm. I felt it in my <laughs> solar plex, in my core, mm. in my heart, like, just, like, up and out, like, for a good Yeah week you know and yeah. it just like it was whoa mind-blowing yeah. and intense uh <laughs> and I'm just coming out of it so <laughs> I feel great today I've actually yeah. felt great in the last couple days because I can see where the wounds are and mm -hmm. I can you know done like the work to start like uncovering it healing it creating new beliefs around it and it's really opened up kind of like, it feels like when I go through it, it feels like I'm literally being stretched. Like, my skin, my entire body, my entire being is, like, being stretched beyond its limits. And you know how when you wear, like, 
jeans or a new shirt or whatever and you wear it and it stretches out mm-hmm. and then you like you have all this space right yeah yeah that's what it freaking feels like so I feel like I've stretched out my entire like energetic being now I have like so much space yeah, and so yeah. the things that I have come up and this is the high vibey part of it is like oh one I can breathe <laughs> like <'cause laughs> I, can I breathe just felt yeah. Yeah. so heavy yeah. And then, um, like, I, I can breathe. And the things that came up was like, okay, look, just follow your path and trust your intuition. Yeah. Surrender to the ideas that feel good, and you'll be led to where you need yeah. to go. There's no place yeah. to be right now aside from yourself. Yeah. So lean into yeah. who you are and what you want to create the things that bring you joy and feel good. And that will give you, and just follow that path. Yeah, It'll lead yeah. you to where you want to go or you, where you're meant to be. And so yeah. what's really cool about it is like one, uh, I'm going to start dancing again. I Yay. called a studio, setting an appointment. So adding that to the cur- you know, to my week or I don't know how yeah. often I'm going to do it. I'm just going to put myself out there. Yeah, you know, even like if just, it's like twice a month or once a month, it's exactly. what you can because you have yeah. your dissertation to do. So. Yes. So once that's completely yeah. done, then, you know, I can yeah, you know, yeah. dabble a little know. bit yeah. more. Yeah. But, you know, like putting that back in. And the other thing that came to mind was like, I was like, oh, I love traveling. What calls to me? Like what would call to me like mm-hmm. right now? And like immediately mm-hmm. was like New York. Like New York in October. I just remembered what I wanted to tell you. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> cool, cool. So, Writing it down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> New York in October has always been, like, it was, I think, maybe one of the first trips we've ever done together. We took together, like, yeah. Yeah, and it was amazing. I For some reason, I've always gone to New York around October time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was like, even, I was like, you know, a solo trip to New York is the vibe. I was mm-hmm. like, I travel for work once a month. It's so easy yeah. to like tack on a, an extra day or two to somewhere I just want to go and see and experience. And it doesn't have to be this like one week long vacation. I literally have it built in to my mm-hmm. like you know, like my travel schedule and mm-hmm. it da- I was like, that didn't dawn on me before because yeah. I just wasn't like energetically available for like possibilities because mm-hmm. I was yeah, so yeah. stuck in trying to fix everything today, you know, yeah. or every day that I wasn't yeah. even open to like all these like possibilities and ideas. So I'm very oh, yeah. excited. So I'm probably going to go with or without my friends. <laughs> like I'm probably <laughs> just going to do it. Yeah. You know, like I invited all you guys, but you know, at the same time, it's like, I, I can do, I can do this. Like I can go and travel, see it. I've been there before, so I can just like, I don't need a whole bunch of time. Like it just Mm -hmm. feels like the place to be for like a couple days, like nothing crazy, nothing big. Um, it just feels good. Like that felt like Mm -hmm. exactly what I need to do. So doing that. And nice. feeling better. That. And I, I think the the thing is, like, we're never going to be comfortable. <laughs> There's no. no comfort zone. There is no comfort yeah. zone. Because, like, the second, I at least in my experience, the second, like, I'm there, like, I 
almost simultaneously feel the pull for the next thing, you know, like, yeah, yeah. So, or the next thing to heal. And I think now I think what's for fucking badass as like, Mm -hmm. you know, human humans who menstruate and no, no offense to the, you know, the folks that don't it's cause at some point we're going to menopause, but like, uh, one thing, but I think I've spent a lot of my life resisting my period and Mm -hmm. fighting with it. Um, Speaking of another thing to, you know, quote unquote fix. But now I think I feel like I'm leaning into it and using Mm -hmm. that intense energy and shed during the period Mm -hmm. time in particular to, to use it intentionally. What's it showing me? Where, where am I feeling these deep emotions from? So, ah, feeling much freer today than yeah. I did last week. So yeah, yeah. I know the, one of the last times I talked to you, you were pretty down. And I think what was going on with me affected you too. I think there was triggers oh, yeah. in my situation that there definitely um, were. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Leia took it harder than I did. I was like Deep. happy the next day, <laughs> but Leia had some other things that had to be Deep revealed. Shit. It was uh, Deep generational shit. Generational, like yeah, yeah, about betrayal and anger and trust. Like, and this, and it wasn't even mine. Is what came up. It was Mm -hmm. definitely generations of feeling that way, especially towards men that came up, and I was like. Oh, not and it knocked me, knocked me to the ground. Um, and now I can I see it. Punched you. <laughs> I sucker punched you with my telenovela. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm here to do. With that's purpose. what I'm here to do. Yeah. With purpose. With, with purpose. With purpose. With purpose. Um, so my struggle. <laughs> so have you, okay. Target already has these out. It's fucking September. I feel like I uh, feel like decoration season. Um, Halloween just gets like two months. Like September comes and they get a long time. Not right? even, yo. Not even. Yeah. Freaking um, the Spirit Halloween place opened up. Open. Yeah, in, in like September. the end of August. That might. Yeah, place. they. Yeah, like, and I get it. I love Halloween. It's fun, and you know, it's dress up. It's fun. It's fun doing all the things spooky. So I was at Target last week and I saw like a haunted gingerbread mansion kit and some like cookie kits. So I bought them and Mm -hmm. I told my nieces, I'm going to go over next weekend and we're going to, you know, do, we're going to have an activity. We're going to do girls night. So I went over yesterday and we're building this like haunted gingerbread mansion and it's going really good. You know, like things are staying up. Usually when we build a gingerbread house, it fucking falls down like five seconds in. Like it just, it never holds up. Like I think you need to buy different frosting because I think the frosting and the kits Mm. aren't good enough. It's like not Mm. sticky. So we're we're, like, it's up. We waited the 15 minutes. The house is staying. (laughs) we start decorating and then all of a sudden it just like like the roof starts collapsing and one side starts collapsing we keep like fixing it we're like it's staying up it's staying up we're so hopeful and like Miley has all these decorations and then it just all of a sudden like we were trying to like like make sure that one of the walls was okay it just all collapsed because like it was like one thing like one (laughs) thing would collapse like it had collapsed like two to three times. It was just like a few things that would collapse. It just all fell down. And then like Miley was just so ex- ex- exhausted. She's like, we should, should we just eat it? And I was like, yeah, let's just eat it. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Let's just eat it. Cause at this point it was two, three hour 
hours in. We're like, fuck it. What? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And like, I think it was the frosting because the frosting, because it had mm. a lot of, because it was like black frosting. It mm. had so much dye that it was kind of thick. And when it dried, it wasn't sticky anymore. So I oh. think, I think the, fro- yeah. it was just something in the frosting that didn't allow it to like really stick. I was like, I think mm-hmm. it's the frosting. I think next time we just have to buy frosting separately and like put food coloring in it because I think the ones that come in the package they're not as good I think that's what it is Pro tip but whatever like we had else. fun building it like, yeah. we we're having a good time and at the end of the day you're gonna eat it anyway so yeah. <laughs> like, we just put it all together and I was like well next week I was like next week or the week after we'll do the cookies because mm-hmm. that's easy you just ice it you fix yeah. it it's like no big deal no big deal but that was like the struggle was that uh, this haunted gingerbread bread houses or mansions or anything building a house with cookies uh, falls apart unless you have like, you know, baker grade frosting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> baker grade frosting. I don't fucking know. Something that wasn't what we were using, but it's fun. I mean, we had a good time. It was fun. That's all that's that like matters. Yeah, it's all that matters. That was so. That's like my struggle. You think I would have bigger struggles, but no, that's my struggle. Uh, <laughs> with my life being a soap opera and all, you think I would have bigger struggles? But no, I like, tune in. I would tune yeah. in for it. Yeah. Um. So you kind of said your high. Do you have another high vibe? Okay, that's so it. it was all in one. Okay. Yes. That's what I thought. I was like, was it all in well, one? Yeah. Um, and then my high vibe is I'm just like getting really obsessed with home decor. So on like, what was it? Friday? I don't know. There was one day this week and it's been kind of ongoing. Like I've been wanting a new bed. Like I really have been wanting a new bed only because like the mattress has, is old. It's like 10 years old. It was, we got a firm mattress because that's what my ex liked, but I never actually feel comfortable on that bed for 10 Mm. years. Like it's always kind of bothered me. Like when I go to hotels and everything and they're like plush and soft, like I'm in heaven. Like I could sleep in hotels better than I sleep in in my bedroom, you know, (laughs) (laughs) if it's a good hotel, if it's a cheesy, like creepy hotel now, but if it's like, you know, just a nice clean hotel, hell yeah. I'm like sleeping super comfortably. So I was like, I need a new bed. Plus, I have a cow king. Like, I don't need a cow king for just me. Because um, my dogs take over anyway, you know? So it's just like, I don't I don't need that. So um, I just I just pulled the trigger and bought a new bed frame and um, a new bed. So it's not coming here to, like... I mean, it's going to be in pieces, but supposedly the last day I'm going to get my last delivery is, like, the 27th of uh, September, which is... You know, a little bit over a week from now. I'm, like, looking at the calendar. But then my dad, like, I didn't pay for assembling or anything like that, so my dad's going to help. I told my dad, I was like, can you help me assemble it? He's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, and take out the one I have in my room, and, like, I'm going to sell that shit. But at the same time, I'm like, well, since I'm getting a new bed, might as well fucking paint my room. Might as well take the carpet out. Might as well do all this stuff. So I've gotten the home decor bug because I'm just ready to change certain things. And yesterday I was like, well, what can I change right now that's not too expensive and that's super easy? And so I decided to buy new towels for my bathroom. Nice. New decor towels. Like, I have towels. I have all these old towels that I've had since, like, freaking I lived... Since I was in college. Some of these stuff was, like, <laughs> in college. And they're really old. And I was like, should I just throw them away? Or, like, can, can I donate them and people use them as rags? Like, I don't know what to do with old towels. They're, like, not bad. I feel bad throwing them away. But I'm not going to use them you anymore. Like, I'm keep. Them. Yeah. So I think I'm going to yeah. donate them. Like, put them in a bag and just take them to the Goodwill and be like... 
you could donate to somebody like somebody yeah. can need them car washers could need them mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like we don't need i don't need them anymore so i bought myself a bunch of new towels yeah and decor so like i had some that were like for decor from ikea mm-hmm. that i'm gonna keep you know for guests and all that but like my main bathroom is gonna be with like I just bought new towels. I spent like a yeah. hundred and something dollars at Target yes. and uh, got new towels and I'm like loving it. And I put them up this morning and I was like, <sighs> I didn't even take off the tags. That's how excited <laughs> I was like new fucking towels. This is upgrade. <laughs> and I wanted to get a new, um, what was it? A new bathroom curtain, mm-hmm. but they didn't have any at Target. So I was like, okay, oh, well weird. maybe next week, maybe I'll go to Marshall's or something little by little, just like these little yeah. things that are ch- cheap and easy to do. Um, to upgrade, but I think I'm definitely going to paint my room. So I think, I think I just need the stuff out. I just need to tell my dad like, Hey, let's move all the stuff into the garage yeah. and like get it done. Cause painting the room's not going to take that long. I mean, it mm-hmm. took me forever for the other room just because I needed help with moving things out, but it doesn't take that long. Mm-mm. Keep the carpet on and then take the carpet off and see how bad the hardwood floor is underneath and decide <laughs> if I need to sand it or if I could just get a big rug and throw it over. Like, right. I'm not sure yet right. what I'm going to do. So yeah, I'm just kind of in the middle of just like upgrading my space and Love. making it more me. Love. More me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm going to do like a black accent wall. Like I think my house is going to, my room's going to be all what? Yeah. Dark accent walls. I love them. Yeah. But it, well, okay. So my bed frame, it's black. I ordered like a black, bed frame so I'm debating if it's going if the accent wall should be what's up against the bed mm-hmm. or across the room like the closet mm. because since my th- my my bed frame is black I'm not sure so yeah. I'm kind of debating which wall should be the accent wall I'm, I'm yeah. torn between two walls right um, well I feel like if you got the black bed bed frame that should yeah. stand out you know like from the white wall yeah yeah yeah. yeah, and then just do like the other wall. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's like I'm like visualizing mm-hmm. because even like I don't know. I'll send you this this couple who does um, uh, like interior design, and they mm. play around with a lot of whites and blacks and tans. Okay. Yeah, because um, yeah. so that's kind of like the. That's kind of what I'm going for, like, black, white, and, like, wood and tan. Mm. So. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I will find yes. that. Yes, yes. Send it over. Send it over. And then, lastly, I just want to talk about the Emmys a little bit. So yeah. Um, and the Emmys and ho- Hollywood in general just doesn't have a lot of roles for people of color, blah, 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 blah. I made some reels on my Instagram one TikTok, but it's two reels on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. But just kind of making fun of the nominees, like mm-hmm. you know, they're in the, I guess the best lead actor in a drama was like or a comedy. I can't remember was like all white guys except for what's his name, um, um, uh, Glover. Uh, oh, uh, Childish Gambino, but he doesn't go yeah. by that. Yeah, yes. that's not Danny. Yeah. Is it Danny? I think that's no. I don't think so. Donald, what's his name? Donald. Donald Glover, yeah, that's I think his. That's yeah, right. well, because yeah. I want to respect him because I know he had his hip hop identity or his music identity, and then I'm he has looking. a writer actor identity. Donald, very, we did, we did, Don, we did Donald get that Glover. right. Yeah. Donald Glover, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was the only yeah. non-white person on there. <laughs> Everyone else was old and white. I mean, Sadakis isn't too old, but you know they were all on there. <laughs> so I just kind 
of made fun of the lack of diversity. And again, not saying mm-hmm. that the white white people nominated are not good actors or actresses. They're actually very talented. It's just that there's not enough roles for people of color to even show how fucking talented they are. But anyways, black women came on top. And I, I just was so happy yeah. like to see that 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 they were winning and they had really good stuff. So Lizzo won for like, I think she had like the series. Yeah. uh, Is it called just big girls? I can't remember what, I think think it's on the streaming. Yeah. Is it big girls or she actually called it fat girls? Um, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So let me look, but she, she, yeah. Okay. So Lizzo accepted, accepts outstanding competition. Oh, it's called the big girls. Okay. Lizzo accepts outstanding competition program. Uh, for the, uh, the the big girls, yeah. And sorry, and I said fat because that's what Lizzo says. I thought that's mm-hmm. what she named it, not to yeah. offend anybody. Like, not, right, you right. know, that's what I thought. But um, the one that, like, okay, so I don't have cable television or anything like that, and I had to download NBC's, like, app, which is the Peacock, to watch because I was like, I have to watch this live. Like, this is, like, my Christmas. I love this the is, Emmys. Yeah. As problematic as the fucking Emmys are, I just love it because I love television. That's where, like, my heart and my passion's at. And so right when I turned it on, they were doing the nominees for Best Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy. And um, as soon as they said the winner's name, so um, the winner was Cheryl Lee Ralph, who plays the mom in Abbott Elementary. She's the mom, but she's, she's like, another older teacher. You don't know. Yeah, she's, she's the the, yeah right but she's, yeah, she's, like, the mom <laughs> figure. She's yeah, a season she, well, teacher on yeah. the show. Yeah, she's a season teacher, but she's actually is um, the lead uh, the lead actress m- mom on the show. That's her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't find uh, out like you find out at the end of like the first episode, the pilot that you're like, oh, oh it's you know what? <laughs> yeah, I did not yeah. watch the pilot. I picked up on Abbott Kenny like halfway through the season, and Abbott so I was, like, Elementary. Well, Abbott Kenny. <laughs> Kenny's a street. It's in Venice. <laughs> it's in Venice, yeah, where I used to live by. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Abbott yes, Elementary. Abbott Elementary yeah. um, halfway through the season. So I did not pick up on that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, because they say it only once, like at the end of like episode of the pilot mm. episode. It's really funny how they did the reveal. Um, so I told Alex we need to go watch that one from the beginning before it starts yeah. back up again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the pilot's amazing. Um, so as soon as she won, she just like wasn't shocked and was like, mm-hmm. and I just felt that, and I just started crying hysterically. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't even know, like I'm just, I feel like her, like I feel like I'm winning the Emmy, and I just started like crying for her. And then she got on stage and she like sang because she's a Broadway actress. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, she gave the most amazing speech ever. She's like, this is what believing in yourself. Mm-hmm looks like and I'm gonna get emotional but it was so good like she just went off and like you know I don't know what her troubles were but like for her this was like the moment that like really like not even solidified her it was just like I've like 
people are recognizing my hard work. And as someone whose who's love language is word of affirmations, this means everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of did a quick thing on her bio. Like, she wasn't getting jobs. Like, she was Broadway, and then she wasn't getting jobs. And then, like, she went out for this role. I think she's 65, you know? And, like, winning her first Emmy at 65. And mm. I'm so happy she won. I actually, like, predicted that she would win because she was so funny. And the I haven't seen all the episodes of Abbott Elementary, but I'm definitely... It's, it's definitely, like, a binge-worthy show. It's, like, one of those mm. shows that you're just going to keep watching. And it has very binge-worthy... Um, content you know (laughs) it's like I feel like it's almost like the office and parks and rec type Mm -hmm, of like vibe mm -hmm. you know yeah and so like from the episodes I've seen her in I'm just like I love her acting she's like she's so you know her comedic timing is amazing but her like character is very like stern and serious but it's funny it comes out like funny you know yeah and I just seeing that, like, I was just crying, like, the whole time in her speech. I was like, <laughs> and Alyssa gave a great speech, too. She's just like, I didn't see people like me on TV. And it's just, like, so important why representation matters so fucking much. It's just so important. And then Zendaya won for... Um, Best Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. Now, I don't watch Euphoria because I didn't wasn't really into it, but... You know, like I know she's a great actress, and and you could just tell, like, she, like she does it not because she wants to be famous, but she, like from her heart. You know, she actually said, like, I hope Euphoria actually helps helps people with their addiction and their family. Mm. So there's like a deeper meaning to it. Um, and then uh, I always say Quinta because I say it in Spanish, but I think it's just Quinta Quinta Bronson. Um, she's the lead in Abbott Elementary, but she's also writer she created it she's a showrunner so she has all her hands in that basket for that show it's her show abbott elementary is her baby and i remember her from buzzfeed days Mm -hmm. you know same and she won for outstanding writing Mm -hmm. um and it's just like it's such i'm so proud you know so happy for her because i've i've seen her you know like i've seen her on the internet i'm not her friend i don't know her you know but i've seen her on on the internet and for her to go from like you know doing just funny comedy bits on tv for i'm sorry on 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 the internet on social media to having this show it's just so aspirational for people um and i know because i listened to the try guys which they're they worked with her um, I know that she has people in that writing room that came from BuzzFeed. So, like, she's bringing people that she knows need the help, too. You know, she's bringing her crew with her. And I think one of the things Cheryl said when she won is she's like, you have a Quinta Quinta Bronson on your side, you know. And I had to stop because I was like, am I saying it in English or Spanish? But there was a little controversy with her mm-hmm. win. So, um Jimmy Kimmel, like he did a bit with him and Will Arnett did a bit and I don't think it landed well with people. I didn't, um, because I was so happy for Quinta that I didn't really, it didn't like, I didn't see it problematic, but I could see why people Mm -hmm. saw it as that. And I think Quinta too didn't really care because she knows Jimmy and she knows Jimmy was a supporter of the show and so Jimmy, like, Will Arnett brought Jimmy in, like, on the floor, like, just, like, I guess passed out drunk because he's sad <laughs> that he lost, like, an Emmy once again. Like, that was the reason behind that. And then when she won, he didn't get up. He just stayed with the bit. Mm. Um, 
And I think if he would have gotten up and like congratulated her was a different thing. But like, I mean, she was like, hold my phone. And he like grabbed the phone to, you know, he grabbed mm-hmm. the phone. Um, but I didn't see it as a problem because when she did her speech, they zoomed in on her and like mm-hmm. not on Jimmy. Like it was about her, her and her win. Um, but some people were like, well, this is, you know, like he stole her moment. She wasn't there. And he apologized and he had her on the show and she was just like, I didn't see that, you know, but, and, you know, because maybe they're friends or other things, you know, and I don't think, I don't think the malintent was there. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, but I could see like, yeah, Jimmy, you kind of crossed the line a little bit and it's just like do better. And I think he's doing things to do better. And it's just kind of things we're so used to and conditioned to be like, Hey, it's that that's okay. Instead of being like, Hey, that's not okay. You still in my spotlight. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm not excusing Jimmy. I think, you know, it wasn't, at the end of the day, like it didn't land. Like I wasn't hurt by it, but I could see why it's not okay. And, um, like as long as he's doing better, he didn't, he wasn't like, Oh my God, that, you know, he didn't attack anything. He just went on an apology tour, which I think was great. And I think as long as you, (laughs) you do something bad and you know that you need to do better, you acknowledge that, then, then it's all forgiven. We're not perfect. And some of the things that we thought were okay um, aren't okay anymore. And that's that's what it is. That's what it is. So yay yeah. for all the women that won, um, mm-hmm. rightfully so. And all the winners. All the winners, I think, actually deserved their Emmy. Um, but hopefully, like, this just opens up more doors for people of color, not just um, black people. Like, there's we could share it. There's an abundance. Um, let's just be in the same room together. That's what I'm excited for. And one of the shows, I'm going to recommend a show that I think everyone should start watching that I think is funny and has Emmy potential. I don't think the episodes I've seen so far don't have Emmy potential, but I think it has potential to get better. And it's already kind of funny. Um, Is a show on Hulu called This Fool. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen it, but it's about... I mean, I think I might have seen like a commercial. Yeah, yeah. It's about this guy. He works at like a gangster... Uh, rehabilitation mm. am I saying it right center and his cousin gets out of jail and <laughs> you know it's just a comedy of like him and his cousin you know that trying to like funny. Yeah. yeah work things out so there's just a lot of things like he he was kind of like a nerd and a dork but he kind of has a little bit of the cholo um cholo style but not too much and it's really I thought it was really funny and entertaining and if I don't know if you guys remember or have ever seen um on Instagram or Facebook, this guy that did like Cholo Fitness, like he would be like, hey, let's go for a ride. Okay, you get your beers. And he has like this whole comedy stuff about like being <laughs> fit, but like gangster style. Like, okay, we're gonna squat with our beers. That. You haven't seen, oh my God, it's so funny. It's called like Cholo Fit. Well, he's the cousin. <laughs> Like, I just realized the other day, I'm pretty sure it's him. I haven't fact-checked awesome. it, uh, but I think it's him and he got that role. So let me just double-check that before I spread rumors on the internet. <laughs> 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 With Creeper. So he's like Creeper. So this guy's name is... So it's Cholo Fit. The, the character's name is Creeper. Oh, stupid. <laughs> stupid, stupid um, ads. Okay, so who is... The actor, I need a Wikipedia. Let me go. Creeper. Let me not do videos. Hold on. <laughs> do, 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 do. As Erica's like looking at stuff. It's, he, he, okay. So his name is how, his name is Frankie Quinones, the total mm. fit guy. Okay. So let me go to IMBD 
and do this fool. And honestly, I was a little bit resistant to watch this fool, not because I don't want to support um, Latin stories, Latinx stories or anything like that, is that sometimes the networks do such a bad job that like I didn't want to be like, I watched it and I hate it, you know? Like mm, mm-hmm. I really wanted to be like, I love this. Oh my God, it's the great. And I, my sister was like, it's funny, watch it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. It was on my list. And I was like, I'm so happy I did because he is funny. Yep, it is him. Frankie, Frankie Quinones, uh, yeah. That's and awesome. It's so great just to see, like, you know, again, starting on the internet, doing these funny bits, mm. and now actually just being being one of the lead characters in the show, it, it just opens up doors. And there's, I mean, I know there's, like, some stereotypes in the show, but they're, they're done in a good way that... It, it actually, it's a funny show. It's a lighthearted show. It's not like, um, you know, the narcs are here. It doesn't buy into mm-hmm. those stereotypes. Like, well, they're using those right. stereotypes to propel another story and better comedy. Like, the things that are happening have nothing to do with being Mexican or being bar- part of gang culture. It's just being a person of color mm-hmm. living you know and so I, I I'm loving it I'm really enjoying it and I let like a, I think I'm done <laughs> right now oh, I, uh, I think they have more episodes coming it's just yeah. that like I um I binged it like yesterday <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh my god this is such a great show I actually love it and I could see it just getting better you know, mm-hmm. and I hope I hope it's on the Emmy roster in a in a year or two. I think what they have right now for season one isn't Emmy worthy, but it's actually binge worthy. You know, it's good. So it's gonna only gonna get better from here. Um, so yeah, so go watch it. This fool, it's 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 Done. great and it's gonna get better. Do it, do it, guys. Go Done. binge it. All right, guys, that's our show. Um, it was long, but we had a lot to talk about. <laughs> we did. Mucho, mucho, mucho. Mucho. Anyways, we love you. Take care. Remember to tell your friends. Share, 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 share. And we love you. Goodbye. Peace.